Welcome into a Tuesday edition of the Reviewing the Brew podcast. I'm your host, David Gasper. With me, as always, Matthew DeWaskin. And this podcast was normally on Thursday nights every mm. single week, but now we've switched it up a little bit. Now it's every Tuesday. So be sure to look for the Reviewing the Brew podcast every Tuesday night going forward. And it's a very special Tuesday night podcast because oh? tomorrow... Pitchers and catchers are reporting for the Milwaukee Brewers. Baseball is back. And it cannot come soon enough. Matthew, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? Pitchers and catchers reporting tomorrow. Are you as excited as I am? Uh, my question is, uh, who, who do you think will have video of jogging in the outfield first? Do you think it'll be Jimmy Nelson? Or do you think it'll be Chase Anderson? Hmm. Probably Jimmy Nelson because everyone wants to see what's up with Jimmy Nelson. I think so. Yeah. Well, just that, and I think I think he's gonna like make an effort to be seen by the cameras. Like he'll be the guy, like, yeah. like hey, I'm of, actually here. Yes, and and doing things. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. My my favorite part of you know pitchers and catchers reporting is that you know you 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 kind of wait like all, all winter to like you know, for, for this to start. And then it's just like, it's like guys like just like jacking in the outfield yeah. and like playing catch. And it's like, yeah. it's always like the same clip on the news of, yeah. Of and the and you got the like, video of, of two guys playing catch. Like, Oh, you got Jimmy Nelson and Chase Anderson playing catch. And you just hear in the pop of the mitt and you're just like, Oh, this is the greatest thing ever. I've missed it so much. The sound of a glove popping, catching the baseball, mm-hmm. nothing better. Yep. I agree. So, yeah, it'll, it'll be. You know, I'm I'm kind of excited to see that on, to see that on the news tomorrow. That you know you'll, you'll you'll have the clips. You know you know the clips of the guys in the outfield, and and you know baseball is back, and it's yeah. and, and everything is good. And you'll so. just watch the video, and you can just smell spring already. Wow, it smells like a desert, or you know, a Florida swamp. But either way. Yeah. Anyways, see uh, what yeah. else is going on this, going I mean, on this week. Not, yeah, you know, it, it'll smell like spring in the video, and then you walk outside and you got a foot of snow, and you feel like the world is dying. You you you've got a foot of snow? Oh yeah, yeah. We got serious? seven. We got seven to ten inches last night. Are you serious? Snow. Yes. We got most of Wisconsin got we, buried. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry to hear. Uh, we got like two. But it, but it all hit like during like morning and, and afternoon rush hour. So I hate you. Know, you. It, was... it started <laughs> it started late last night at like ten o'clock. Then like this morning, it was coming down like one to two inches per hour. That so sucks. you wake up, you got like no <laughs> you got eight to ten inches out there. And here's the thing about the city of Lacrosse: no one plows the roads. Like we literally had main roads that were not plowed. At three in the afternoon, and all the snow came in at like three in the morning. It took them that okay, long that, to get snow to to get plows out there on main roads. Ridiculous! That's wild. Well, I could go on forever about that, but this is a Brewers podcast, so it is. Let's let's um, get away from the eight to ten inches of snow that we all just witnessed and is, think is about warm, spring. Is, speaking of, is it going to warm, warm up for you anytime soon? Or are you stuck with the cold for a while? We're always stuck with the cold. 
That's a good point. So, so it'll be like April, and the, and the seven to ten inches will still be there. Yeah, winter is here, uh, uh, and we're entering the long night for all of you Game of Thrones well, Game of Thrones fans in our listener group. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, speaking of which, totally excited for Game of Thrones season eight coming out in April. Going to be phenomenal. Oh, is it coming out in April? Yep, April fourteenth. Wow. Have you watched Game of Thrones, Matt? I have. I've, I've watched the shows and read the books. Wow. Big fan. I'm loving it. I am so pumped for this final season, dude. It is going to be great. I'm, I'm started, I've already started rewatching it for the new season. I'm, I'm kind of almost more excited for the prequel that they're going to do. Oh, yeah, that's right. They got like Naomi Watts and uh, a couple other people for their prequel. But Yep. But no, I'm definitely excited for this final season. It is going to be so intense. Everybody's going to die. You know this, right? Oh, probably. Like it, it's like the final shot of the series should just be like a pile of bodies. That's yeah. probably what it's going it, to be. It's almost like Hamlet, where it's like at the end, literally just everyone dies. Like, oh, no, I'll drink the poison. No, no, I'm going to drink the poison. Now we're all dead. Yep. Pile of bodies. Yep. I can't believe I just went from Game of Thrones to Hamlet there on the reference chart. But here we are. All oh, right. I was the old man. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep, that's me. You, you, the, you, the old man. I, yeah, I, I think you, you can kind of tell like how, how rough the offseason has been when we started. You know, yeah, when we start talking about for, Hamlet, that's how like you know it's been a long offseason. It's it's not just it's been like a solid five minutes about like the weather, Game of Thrones, and Hamlet. That's quality. Yeah. So, but spring training starts tomorrow. Starts on Wednesday. <sighs> here we got pitchers and catchers. Yeah. Matthew's taking a big <laughs> sigh because he's very upset <laughs> <laughs> that that all we're going to get is just pitchers jogging in an outfield. Not upset. I'm, ex- I'm excited for it. Well, I'm yeah. excited as I can be for it. But um, so David, w- w- what are you looking forward to most this spring, other than the weather? Hmm. Like from from a, from a Brewers perspective. From a Brewers perspective, I'm looking forward most to see how Jimmy Nelson does in the spring. It's been over a year since we saw him on the mound last, and he's coming back healthy. He's finally ready to go, and we're going to be able to see him in games for the first time since September 2017. And I'm excited to see what he does. I'm excited to see him out there pitching against actual, you know, big league, semi big league hitters. During spring training games, there will be a lot of like double A players in there as well, but mostly big league hitters. And you know, I'm excited to see what see what he does. I, I've got high hopes for his uh, comeback season here in 2019, and I'm really excited to see how how he does in spring. Mm-hmm. What What about you? What are you looking forward to? I want to see Keston Hira. Like like I want to see yeah. like like a full spring of him. Um, you know, you know, not just mashing, but just pl- playing. I I, I want to get a lot more, a lot more tape and a lot more eyes on him just to see you know, exactly what the Brewers have there. You know, if he's if he's really as good as they say, or if you know, it's if it's not going to be like as exciting as as everyone claims. If it's going to end up like I'm, Ricky Weeks, like that situation. Ricky Weeks is an All Star once, and more times than you. That's true. That's true, but. I think I think the thing with Weeks was all the expectations and hype around him 
he should have been an all-star more than that. He should have been a better hitter than what he was. He should have been all this. Like, there was so much around him and what he should have been mm. that what he ended up being just kind of feels like a disappointment, you know? Yeah, I get that. I definitely get that. Um, but even still, you know, he, you know, he, he played, I think almost 12 seasons, you know, anytime yeah. you get, you know, you get a, you know, a first round pick that plays 12 yeah. seasons. It's, it's, he, it's he was successful. a decent fielder for the first couple. Yeah. Um, he, he, had, he had a decent bat for a couple seasons. I mean, he finished with a two forty nine batting average and a one Oh five OPS plus. So he was above average for a league hitter, like above average league hitter, but just barely. Yeah. Like just barely. So, so I and, and that's what I'm worried about with, with Keston here too, because everyone has all these expectations on him that, you know, he's going to be hitting three hundred, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. And it's like you look where having these super high expectations have gotten you in the past. Now you have a fairly serviceable, decent player like Ricky Weeks, who's just kind of viewed as a disappointment because the expectations were just too unattainable for him. Mm. And you wrote about this a little while ago too. I did. Yeah, I compared the two a little bit. Um, yeah, I think you know. Just when it, when it, on the offensive side of the ball, I think you know, as, as a prospect, here is a lot more polished than Weeks was. Mm-hmm. Um, however, just you know, with the raw athleticism and you know the the you know and the speed, you know, Weeks has a clear advantage. And I, I think Weeks also is a bit better defender at this stage. Was a bit better defender at this stage of his development. Yeah. So, I don't. I. It, I think that, you know, honestly, the biggest thing for me is can can here stick at second base, or are they going to try to find him another, another position? I don't know if there is another position on on the Brewers' twenty five man roster for him. I think he has to stick at second base. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anywhere else for no. him for him to go to. I don't. I don't think he he'll fit as a first base type guy. I I don't think he's tall no, enough. It, no. and he doesn't have enough power for it. Nope. Plus, and, Jesus Aguilar, but yep, yeah, and I I don't see him going to left field either. The Brewers already have enough outfielders coming up that they'll cover left field with enough hitters over there. And um, if you don't have the arm strength for second base, that, what makes you think left field's going to be better? You know, yeah, left field is probably not going to be easier. Well, so. like there's nowhere else to go after that except maybe first base. Or you know, getting traded, or be you know, bring the DH to the National League. Yeah, or bring the DH to the National League, which is there a completely go. different topic. We could call it the Keston Hero Rule. Sure, we could do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> because we're so. bringing in the DH specifically for Keston Hero. I mean, yep. the Mets went out and got Robinson Cano because they believed that the DH would be coming to the National League in the next couple of years. Hey, the, you know, the Cubs kept Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, for some reason, but oh, he, yeah, you know, I'd rather keep him. Kyle Schwarber than keep Addison Russell. But you know, that's just Ooh. that's just me. Anyways, um, Anyways. different different show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what Keston Hero can do too. I mean, with what he did in the Arizona Fall League, I mean, he raked in the Arizona Fall League. He won the, he won the AFL MVP award. Mm. Um, he was just tearing it up and a lot of high expectations coming in. He's not going to make the opening day roster, but he is 
going to be up in Milwaukee soon, fairly soon. Yep. So if you, know, you had yeah, a guess, yeah, think, when do you think Hero would make it up to Milwaukee? Say the earliest possible date. I'll say Cinco de Mayo, May fifth. Cinco de Mayo. You think he's getting up here? Wow. I, oh, I no no no. I answered a different question. I think that's the earliest he could come up. Oh, okay. I, I, um, I was asking, what, what, like, when do you think he will get called up? When do you think we will see him? If, if he looks like a second baseman in spring training and he picks up, say, 150 at-bats in AAA, I think he'll be up. So I'll say June, June 1st, okay. I think, is my is past past the Super 2 for, cutoff date. And yeah, yeah, for sure. Gotta be. I think, I think it's actually going to be later than that. I think it could be August or maybe even as a September call up. And I'll tell you why. It's because I'm a big believer in Mauricio Dubon. And I think Dubon's going to get called up first in either late April or early May, like around Cinco de Mayo there, like you were saying. And Dubon's going to come up and he's going to absolutely rake. And he is going to get the bulk of the playing time at second base. And it's going to be like, well, we got Dubon here hitting 300. You know, why not give here a bit more time to season? I'm a, I'm a big Mauricio Dubon guy. I can tell. Yeah. So I, I think he's going to overtake the starting second base job for most of the summer. And then they'll, they'll call up here towards the end of the season as kind of a, a help for the final push. Okay. Let me ask you this. What if Orlando Garcia struggles again? Hmm. Well, are, are, I, do you think they're going to give him like this, you know, the same, you know, the same amount of time they gave him last year? Do you think it's going to be a quicker hook this year? I'm, I'm not sure. I, I still think the Brewers believe in Garcia as their long term shortstop. Really? Okay. Yeah, because. He's just so fantastic defensively that they're willing to work with his... I mean, they, they knew about his shortcomings on offense. They, they knew about that coming in. And, I mean, he had a strong 2017. He had a strong end to the 2018 season. He really turned it on late and in the postseason. So I, I think he's going to do well. I think he's going to have a great bounce-back year. Um, but if he struggles again, I mean, Dubon does have all that experience at shortstop, and he's got the ability to play it. And mm-hmm. I, I think he could move into seeing more time there at short. But mm-hmm. I don't think removing RC from the lineup would help him that much. I, I don't think putting him on the bench helps him get better on offense. And I'm not sure if they want to continue to send him down to AAA again. Fair enough. So, okay. Uh, you see, because this is, this is where my mind is on it. Because I... I I'm fairly certain that, that both Hira and Dubon are going to be a triple A together. And uh-huh. if Hira is down there, he's, he has to start at second base every day. He yeah, and to. Dubon's going to have to be at shortstop. Correct. So I'm thinking if, if, if Arcia struggles again, if he gets off to, you know, has another you know, terrible April, terrible May, I, I think they're going to have a quicker hook. And I think you're going to see, again, assuming you know, Mauricio Dubon comes back and is fully healthy and stays fully healthy. Um, yeah. I think you're going to see it. I think you're going to see a bit quicker. I, I think that that's what prevented them from having a quick hook last year. Was it? 
they really didn't have an internal option. You know, Dubon was yeah. the internal option. Yeah, and, and then he was on. You know, he, you know, his his leg blew up. You know. Yeah, he was he was probably I think legit a day away from getting called up. Like if oh, he, he just made it up, through yeah. that game unhurt, I think he would have been called up the next day. And then it's possible. I, I, I can't. Or, say or at least within wrong. that next week, because he was hitting three forty three. The Brewers needed someone. It's like he was right there. It was perfect timing, and the the ACL just didn't cooperate. Sadly, so, um, so I, I think that's when you see the Dubon yeah. call up. Is if there, if if RCA, if RCA struggles, yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean. Do you really think the Aaron Perez Corey Spangenberg platoon is going to go that great? I think it can. I think it'll. It can be serviceable. Yeah. I, I think if you combine the two, you know, uh, Spangenberg versus righties and Hernan Perez versus lefties, I think that's. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, think it's going to be as bad as people think it is. I don't, I don't think it's going to be that bad. I, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's. It's obviously not the long term solution. Yeah. It's obviously not ideal. Um, I. I like Spangenberg for a, a bench role, like down, you know, for the next few seasons. I is is kind of where I like him more than anything. And you know, Hernan Perez has kind of proven that he's like, you know, an above average twenty fifth man on a major league roster. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of where I see that going. I don't really, you know, I think if you combine the two, I think they're, you know, an except, you know, a league average major league second baseman, which isn't saying a ton. Um, yeah. However, I think. You know the, the Brewers have a potential All Star, you know, in Triple A, and I think that's, you know, that you know that's obviously where the long term solution is, and we're, we're hopefully we'll be seeing that in twenty nineteen. Yeah, I mean so. it's it's going to be tough for the Brewers to decide because you got three middle infielders between Orlando Arcia, Mauricio Dubon, and Keston Hira, three very good starting quality middle infielders, but you only got two spots at the big league level. Hmm. So someone's going to have to be left out. Yeah. And, you know, hey, you know, it, you know they're probably going to have to, you know, make, you know, make a trade at the, at the deadline. So they're going to, you know, somebody's going to have to, you know, move on. But, the, the, you know, you know, figuring that out is, is why they pay David Stern all the money that they pay him. Yeah. Big contract extension. Presumably a raise, shiny new title, president of baseball operations. Well, let's hope he got a raise. He probably got a raise. Could you imagine? You know, David, we're really happy with the way the team's going, but um, we can't pay you anymore. I just, I just, yeah, we're, we're barely keeping the lights on here, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, can you spend more money on the actual team? Yeah, but yeah. we got we got to boost payroll. Yeah, you, you got to go out and sign guys for millions of dollars. Yeah. Well, your contract is staying the same. Yeah, that's, yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm pretty no. sure he got a raise. I, I think it's safe to it's safe to say he did. If if the rumors about New York were true, I think yeah. you know you you've 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 got to give him a boost. I'm, I'm especially if it's a contract extension. Odds are those include a bump in pay. Typically, Normally, yeah. Well, from what I've you know from what I've been told, I, I've never received a contract extension myself. Yeah. No. Neither have I. Fan sided hasn't gone yeah, yeah. around to give me one of those yet, but. Yeah, me either. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I, yeah, in, 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 I, I'm now. willing to discuss if they are, but oh, absolutely. You know, hey, you know, you know, my my, my agent's phone works. <laughs> yeah, now my phone's right here. Maybe maybe they just don't have my number. Um, I don't know, 
but <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see how they handle that infield and Keston Hira's going to be a big big part of that in the future, unless they decide to trade for Corey Kluber, um, which honestly happening. But yeah, did you see the reports that uh, Corey Kluber that those talks are fading and they're pretty much gone now? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. There was a little bit of hope there for a bit really? that maybe they could get here or that they could get Kluber, but that does not appear to be happening. And if you think, oh, well, we could Sorry, try again no. in July. No, because the Indians are a contending team, even though they well, have like no one in their outfield and their division is terrible. But they're gonna, no, they're, well, their division is terrible. They're going to win their division because yeah. it's terrible. Yeah, they're, um, they're going to win with probably 80, 88, 89 wins. And they'll be up by like ten games, if not more. Yeah. Like so. I, I, I guess the tw- the Twins are probably the second place team, or maybe the White yeah. Sox are. Yeah, maybe if they could get Machado or Harper. Maybe. If, so if either um, one of them would sign with anybody at this point. Hey, take hey, you know, no hurry, man. The, the money's going to be there, and you know, money's going to be there in March too. You sound like Scott Boris. I, you know, honestly, I've never heard Scott Boris talk, so I I couldn't confirm or deny. But I mean, that's totally something Scott Boris would say. Yeah, the money's going to be there in March. You don't need to sign now. It, Let's wait forever. He's not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So the free agent market, man, I'm telling you. Do you think it's a supply side issue or demand side issue? Um. I think it's I think it's demand. I don't okay. know. It's I don't I don't know if it's a supply and demand issue, really. I think it's just misinterpretations of what a player's value actually is. Mm. Because players are looking to get paid based on what they've done, and teams are looking to pay based on what the players are going to do in the future. And the player's like, well, I was great for the past five years. And teams are like, well, what about the next five years? How good are you going to be? You're already 31. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like look at Dallas Keuchel. Past five years. Phenomenal. Next five years. Yeah. What's, what's he going to be? Is he still going to be phenomenal when he's 34, 35? That, that's what teams like the Brewers have to decide. And if they say, you know what? Oh, I don't think you're going to be that great at 34, 35. They're not going to pay him when he's 34, 35. Well, I, I think that the goal with the Dallas Keiko contract is to get the most value out of him in the first two years and then just hope that he isn't like just a, hope he doesn't fall off the table. Yeah, yeah. Just hope he doesn't fall off the table in the final three. Like you get like you don't get like you know, an ace, but you get like a, a serviceable major league. You get pitcher. you get a solid number two there for a while. I don't I think that's even aiming a little too high. I think if it, again, as long as he's able to keep a job in a in a major league rotation, I think you're okay. Um, as long as you get that value in those first two, you know, one Matt two Garza years. was able to keep a job in a major league rotation for a while. You know, like, does that mean yep. the Brewers were okay with that contract and how it went? I don't think I so. I think, didn't, I think, wasn't his first season like okay and then it just got like progressively worse? Um, it might have been. I, I got to look I, up I his numbers have, again. Yeah, we've got, we've got to get the numbers here. 
to take a look at what what's the Matt you know the Matt Garza deal. I I can tell you that you know the I think it was uh, I know the final two Jeff years were Supan. trash. Yeah, Supon that Jeff was Supan. that was all bad. That was all bad. Yeah, from 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 start from from start to finish that was bad. Yeah, um, the the first year of Garza was actually not that bad. Yeah, um, it's the second, the second, third, and fourth years was when, you know, he he I think he started yeah. and finished bad. First first year in Milwaukee, he had a three point six four ERA and twenty seven starts. And that's his age thirty season. So, you know, supposedly like his prime year, you know, one of his prime seasons. Man, he was still and there through twenty seventeen. Man, it, it felt like much insane. longer ago. Didn't it? Yeah. And then five point six three ERA, yeesh, four and a half, four nine, ugh. And then I think they just kicked him off for the final month of September. Because so they told him they wanted to put him in the bullpen, and he's like, "No, I'm not going in the bullpen." And then they're like, oh, and you're going "Then home. go home." Yeah, I'm pretty I sure that's that, how it I, went I, down. That's how I remember it as well. So, yeah, yeah, no, it, uh, yeah, that. that not, not a great contract, yeah. But the Jeff the Jeff Supon deal—that's the nightmare scenario. Yeah, oof. It's just like you know, as 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 soon as it was signed, it was like you know, not worth the paper is printed on. Yeah, let's think about happier topics. So let's look at the current rotation. Uh, Jimmy Nelson's gonna be back. Um, we got Jimmy Nelson, Yolis Chassin, and you got three really good young pitchers in Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, and Freddie Peralta. Yeah, Chase Anderson and Zach Davies are still there. Um, Matt, who ma- who makes their starting five? Do you, do you think they go with a five to start with, or that's a great question? Um, well, it, the the best way to know if they're going if they're going to start with a five is to take a look at the old schedule. And yeah, do, yeah, should, should they start with five or should they start with four and just keep one down in the minors and then bring them up later? Let's see what we got here. Sorry, she, 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 schedule's loading. I, I don't have my pocket schedule on me. Okay. So season starts March 28th, uh, and they have an, an immediate four-game series with the Cardinals, followed by no days off. They're starting with a five-man. All right. So yeah, it's it's a it's a form it's a, a four game series with the Cardinals followed by a three game series with the Reds, then a day off on, the, on April fourth, then the Cubs, then the Angels. Yeah, Cal- I'm, I'm, bring on I'm the actually Angels. Like, Are they in that, LA? For, yes. Oh, okay. So yeah, so, so put them out in the warm weather climate to start in in April when it's going to be cold otherwise. That's going to be fantastic, and I'll tell you why. Um, First off, they're all, it's all night games, so it's going to be on at like nine o'clock Central Time. Yeah, and and it's and it, it's probably still going to be like chilly and gray in, in Milwaukee, but I guarantee you, it's going to be like you know, you know seventy five and sunny in Los yeah. Angeles. Oh, well, seventy five and smoggy in Los Angeles. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Either way, yeah. Well, it's like last year when they started the so, season in San Diego. It's like, oh well, it's right. Yeah. That, oh, and then Chase glorious. Anderson nearly yeah, broke his face sliding into home plate, and we're like, "Oh no, not again!" And and Corey Knable had the meltdown. I think that was the next day. Oh no, that was that first day. Yeah, because Corey, yeah, he blew right? that one, and then G Man Choi had hit the double, and yeah, uh, G Man Choi, what a guy! Good guy. 
I, you know, I hope he, I hope he does well this year. Yeah, I mean, I think he might be the Tampa Bay starting first baseman this year. First base or DH? Yeah, it's it seems that way. Good for him. Yeah, you know, you know, talk about a guy who's been you know everywhere and yeah. like you know, and just it keeps working and just keeps you know trying to get that starting job and that looks like he has it. So good for him. Yeah. Okay. Now, honestly, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but I'm, I'm just I'm I've got the schedule in front of me here. This is not an easy first month. No. Okay. You've got you, you start Cardinals at home, then you go to Cincinnati for three, then Cubs at home for yes. three. Uh, you're in Los Angeles for a week with three with the Dodgers. Or sorry, three with the Angels, three with the Dodgers. Okay. Uh, back at home for seven against the Cardinals and Dodgers. Oof. You're getting yeah, the Dodgers get out of the way early. Yeesh. Yeah, we get that. Yeah. Um, Cardinals, too, because we get to go to St. Louis right after for another three. Yeah. Uh, then Matt, then Mets, and then we end with the Rockies coming to Milwaukee. Yeah, that's a rough first month. That's a rough first month. Divisions cannot uh, be won in April, but they can be lost. Honestly, I I kind of see the 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 Brewers and the, and the Cardinals kind of beating up on each other with with ten games in the first month of the year. Yeah. So if, if I think if if they both come away five and five, I think they'll be in good shape for the division in the, in that series. Um, where you you where you're going to have to get fat is off you know the Reds, Angels, and Mets, but it's all on the road. Yeah. So and. That and you know, the the early three game set with the Cubs really doesn't scare me, just because I I think they've kind of conquered that that demon. Where oh yeah, you know, before when you, before when 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 you, when you when you saw the Cubs in the schedule, it was like oh man, this is gonna be yeah you know rough, rough weekend. But here we got you know I'm I'm looking forward to April fifth, sixth, and seventh. You know yeah, because I mean is it, I think it's gonna be so much different this year because Brewers fans know that now. The team can beat the Cubs. The Cubs are no longer this big bad team that's, you know, infallible. It's like they can be beat. We can win this division. We are better than them. And I think because of that, you're gonna see more Brewers fans actually show up to those games and not have it be as overrun with Cubs fans. Let's hope. Yeah. We can only hope. I'd love to go to those games. To, you know, <laughs> help help even it out. But I will be going to opening day, though. I will be there. Oh, will you? Nice. Yeah. I already got tickets. It's going to be phenomenal. I'm, I'm trying to I think, honestly, I think my first game is probably going to be the Jeremy Jeffress bobblehead mm. on May 5th. That, that is a good bobblehead. I'm, I, I believe I'm, I'm also I going, I believe I'm also going to the Christian Yelch bobblehead day on June 9th. Of course you are. Well, how could I not, man? I, it's Christian Yelch. I, I, and I if am the president go, of the if, Christian Yelich fan club, as I've mentioned several times on Twitter. Well, we we also you know, oh, and and not only that, we we're also followed by the president of the Ben Gamble fan club. Oh so yeah, yeah. We've, ben we've got Gamble the starter fan. and the bench guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, we all I, need I, some more Ben Gamble in our lives. Do we? <laughs> well, I mean, we just we just got Ben Gamble in our lives, you know, so. We really haven't had much with him yet. Fair enough. Well, you know, I, you know, I guess we'll, we'll have to see how it goes this spring. But uh, yeah, he's going to make the team. Oh, of course, he's obviously going to make the team. But um, 
when it comes to, to Twitter fan clubs, is there, you know, I think, you know, you're the, you're the president of the Christian Yelch fan club. We have that figured out. We know the president of the Ben Gamble fan club. Are, are, are there any other fan clubs? That, not that, that I'm aware, aware of. of. Not that I'm um, aware of. I haven't seen any. The the oddest one to me was the Ben Davis fan club. I think it, well, when I say fan club, I mean it was really one person. Oh yeah, like the Ben Gamble and, fan club. I'm pretty sure it's just one person well, who just like knows I, everything I, I, about Ben Gamble. The, the 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 Ben Davis one was a bit creepier though, because if, if I remember correctly, it was the, the the extent of the website was like a blog with like pictures of him from spring training and it was and that's like and when i say pictures i mean it was literally just like him like standing chewing gum and like these in, in these davis fan club that i remember it, it was odd it was a little a little too obsessive whereas the ben gamble and the christian yelch fan clubs are fantastic yeah oh man so a lot of fan clubs to worry about. Right? Who who are you leading the fan club charge for this year? Who, who's who's the one guy you're big on for 2019? You know, it's kind of. It, hmm. I I've got two guys in mind. Okay. First one, my, my, you know, uh, my guy Corbin Burns. Oh yeah. I. I cannot wait to see him starting every fifth day. That's that's going to be exciting. Yeah. Um, the second, I think he's going to be Zach Brown. Really? I I always I always go for like the you know you know the you know for, you know re, reviewing the brew. We were big fans of Josh Hader before he blew up. Uh, we were big fans of Corbin Burns before he blew up, and now I'm kind of getting the same vibe from Zach Brown, and I'm getting the same vibe from Aaron Ashby. Yeah. So, and Ashby, I, you know, we you know, we've we're trying to slow slow our roll with Ashby a bit because he's a few years away. Oh yeah. But Brown is Brown isn't Brown. He could you know Brown's going to be in AAA call. this year. He's going to be in, he's going to be up in September. Oh yeah. And you know, unless he gets traded, which you yeah, know, if he or does, or gets hurt, or let, gets hurt. But let's but hope neither he, of those things happen. If it well, if, if he gets traded, it's probably for Corey Kluber. So. Or a different starting pitcher, not not named Corey Kluber. Corey Kluber's so not going to go anywhere in July. We went over this. He could. Why would the Indians trade their ace in the middle of their season? While well, let's say, that, well, well, let's say the Indians blow up. Let's say they have like you know six injured. You know, Francisco Lindor's already hurt. Yeah. You know what? Ha- what happens if they lose, say, Jose Ramirez for an extended period? What happens if they lose? Oof. You know. And you know uh, Trevor Bauer again. Well, you know, okay. what happens? If, what happens if their bullpen sucks? Which could it, happen. Oh, I'm sure it will. But there, there he, here's are, the thing: a lot of things that could go wrong. He, here's the thing with the Indians, though: they play in a division with the White Sox, the Royals, the Tigers, and the Twins. None of whom are very good. You know, maybe if they like all like merged into one roster. Yeah, just 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 take an All Star team from those four. Just, just say, yeah. Just yeah. say, hey, guys, you know what? We're, just we're, create we're a not, super team. I, I don't know how super it would be. Yeah, <laughs> but you could probably build like a, a, a solid twenty-five man roster out of those four teams. You could build a solid twenty-five man roster out of the 
veterans that are signing minor league deals at this point. Accurate. So, um, you you could do a lot worse than yeah than you know, than all four teams combined. Uh, speaking, of, I think a lot worse is the individual teams. So, like the Baltimore Orioles, probably going to be way you know, worse. There, you know, the, the, there's a reason they play the games. You know, yeah, a lot could happen. You know, you know, you know. Let's say the Indians do have a terrible season. You know, they could trade Corey Kluber. Why not? Because their fans would probably murder their front office. It's Cleveland. They're used to it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they enjoy it. Oh, I'm sure they don't. But it, it's you know, they, you know, they they call their football stadium the factory of sadness for a reason. Yeah, but I mean, when you actually have a good team like the Indians, and I mean they're desperate for that World Series title. They didn't get it in 2016, as Cubs fans love to remind us. And, you know, they they still think, you know, like they still want to get back there. They still want to win. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're shedding salary while they only have like $130 million in in payroll. Mm. And they're like, you know, we don't have enough money to contend and yada, yada. And they're selling off actual good players that they got. Yep. I just wouldn't see it going over very well. But anyways. I, I think there's going to be someone else on the market for the Brewers to get it if they're still looking for that starting pitcher. Unless they sign Dallas Keuchel. If they sign Fair Dallas Keuchel, which could happen soon, I don't know if it's going to be with <laughs> the Brewers, but I think Keuchel should sign soon. Um, if they can get him, then they don't need to worry about it. I don't know where else he could go, really, at this point. Yeah, Atlanta, maybe? I, I, I don't know maybe. who else could. Philly? Probably not. I mean, they still haven't signed Machado or Harper, and they still have stupid money to spend. So, I mean, they could then push, like, Zach Eflin out of their rotation. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, okay, so I, I guess Philly is still in play. I guess technically San Diego is still in play, I guess. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So there are a few other places, but I, uh, I not mean, many. I, I think a, a reunion with you, I think you know, a reunion with Houston is pretty much out of the question at this point, though. Yeah, I mean, af- even after they signed Wade Miley, they said they're still open to bringing back Keuchel. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, another big free agent that's still out there, Mike mm. Moustakis, and the Brewers yep. are. According to some reports, the Brewers are front runners for Moustakis. I'll put that in, in air quotes. But Big air quotes. Yeah. So they are the front runners for him. Um, but it's really, I think it's 50 50 as to whether or not they land him. And it all depends on Moustakis and what he's willing to do. If he's willing to sign before Machado and take another one-year deal, I think he'll come back to Milwaukee. But if he still wants to wait until Machado signs to see whatever teams are searching for a third baseman that lose out on Machado want, and you know maybe they'll go after him, possibly give him a multi-year deal, then I don't think he's coming back. I, I, I just 
I just don't know if he's going to be willing to sign before Machado. He's going to be like, you know what, that's it. I've had enough of waiting here on the open market. I want to get into a camp. I'll just sign a one-year deal with an option, and we'll just call it a day. Hmm. I don't know what he's willing to do. Well, I, I, I think it's, you know, the fact that he's still not signed probably tells you what he's, what he's, what he's thinking. Yeah. So, um, I don't. I, I think Machado pretty much has to has to sign before he does. I mean, his agent's yeah, going to tell he, him that. You know, his agent's going to be like, "You're going to get, you know, extra guaranteed years, and like, and you're going to get more money if you wait until Machado signs." That mm-hmm. that's what a smart agent would tell him because that way he gets more money. The agent gets more money. Mm-hmm. The player gets more money. That's what they're both looking for. Then great. But it'll be up to Moustakis to tell his agent, hey, you know what? I'm tired of this. I don't want to wait for him. See what you can do with the Brewers. Mm-hmm. See what we can do for a one-year deal. Because that's all the Brewers are going to be willing to do. A one-year Perfect. deal with a mutual option or something. I, I, I can't disagree with your thought process. I think, I think it makes a lot of sense. So, you know, again, you know, we'll see how it plays out. You know, that's all we can do. Yeah. And if the Brewers, okay, so say the Brewers do get Moustakis. Okay. Moves Travis Shaw back to second base. Yes. Then what What do we think happens with Mauricio Dubon and Keston Hira? What, when do we see them? Do we still see Dubon kind of in early May, late April? Do, do we still okay. see Hira in June or July? It's a great question. Where, where I'm at with this is I think the rules for Dubon still apply with, with, with the Arcia thing, where you, know, you need Orlando Arcia to really struggle for, for Dubon to get, a, to, to get a chance at shortstop. Um, at second base, I think it gets a bit cloudier for, for Keston Hira. I think you either need an injury to the infield or you need Moustakis or Shaw to really, really you know perform poorly. Yeah, so, which I don't see happening. I can see the Mustaka side happening before I see the Shaw side, or I could see an injury to Shaw. You know, having to, having to play more at second base. You know, it's a, it's a bit rougher in the body. So yeah. that's 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 the path for here at that point. You know, he's, he's essentially you know he would essentially be blocked. You know, he's, because they're not going to bring him up to, to sit him on the bench. That, yeah. that makes no sense. Yeah. Um, no. Same for Arcia, I'm sorry. Same for Dubon. You're not going to bring him up to sit him on the bench as much as. You know, as much as they could use a guy with his speed and you know and his ability, um, you know he's not. He, he needs to play every day if he's going. If he's going to be there, he's going to play every day. So yeah, and, and unless an opportunity for that opens up, you're probably not going to see either of them up. You know, yeah. there, there would have to be a ch- there have to be a change at the major league at, at the major league level that you know might not be good for you know another players. You know, now I can see, you know, you know, Hira just, you know, absolutely raking at AAA and and getting the call to replace, you know, somebody who could be you know, performing reasonably well, like a, you know, Spanjenberg or, or Perez. Yeah. Um. So you know, that, so so that, that's that's how I see the path playing out for for the two of them if the signing goes down. Um. I think it it definitely makes it bats harder to come by in the Brewers infield. Um, oh yeah, one hundred percent. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll again. It's 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 kind of a, in, 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 until a deal happens. You know, we're playing what if games. So, so you know, until it happens, you know, we don't really, you know, we're not going to really know anything. 
you know, and uh-huh. that and 162, 162 game season is a long season. Oh yeah. So, you know, you know, things happen, guys get hurt, you know, changes get made, you know, um, you know, honestly, I, I never would have, I, I didn't think we would necessarily see Freddie Peralta up last year and there he was on mother's day. Yeah. Cause Chase so, Anderson got sick. And yep. Zach Davies, I think got hurt that weekend too. So, yep. That's right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so they needed someone, so Freddie was the first one available. And it, it just kind of worked out that way with the timing. So everyone's like, why not Corbin Burns? And it's like, well, with kind of how the rest days worked out, this would have been Freddie's day anyways. So it worked out go. to be Freddie, and then he strikes out 13 Colorado Rockies, and everyone's like, oh, well, let's give this guy some more starts. Yep. Yeah. Do you think Freddie's going to be a force in the rotation this year, or, or do you think he's going to be one of the, one of the two odd men out to start? Because I could see the Brewers giving him some more time in AAA just because he's twenty two years old. But I mean, he came up and performed well last year. I think it depends a lot on his spring. Yeah, um, I think they, they they really need to see him, you know, kind of you know step up his game a bit, um, and you know, be, just be a bit smarter with with, with you know with the way he pitches. Yeah, a bit more consistent um, too. Instead I, of having more, those, you know, one bad inning, and you know he'll have one I, start where he goes six innings, zero zero runs or one run, and then the next one's like three or four innings and five runs, and yeah, a little too much inconsistency last year from him. So, um, yeah, I I, I think he needs to be, be, be just be a bit more efficient. Yeah, you know, he needs to, you know, you you, you can't. You know, throw a hundred pitches in four innings. You know, it's yeah. got to be. You know, you got you got to be a bit smarter than. Yeah, that, you, you can't know? have a, you know, many more twenty-eight, thirty-pitch first innings or second innings, getting you into Agreed. trouble. So yeah, so that, that, that's kind of how I see it playing out. Um, again, it's going to be you know for the starting rotation, it's going to be weird. The spring is going to be weird. You know, yeah, I they, they they have too many guys for not enough spots. So it's, yeah. it, that tells me they're either they're either going to go with a really unique pitching staff construction, or somebody's getting left off. And yeah. I don't I don't think anybody who gets left off is. I don't think you know we as 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 fans and people who write about the Brewers are are going to necessarily be happy with the guys who get left off if that happens. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, you look at all those guys, and they're fairly deserving of being in the rotation. Oh, absolutely. And so, I mean, like, what if some like, say Chase Anderson has a terrible spring? What do you do? He's due six and a half million dollars. You you can't put him in the minors. You're not going to nope. pay him that much to be a long reliever out of the bullpen. If he's having a terrible spring, odds are you're not going to be able to trade him. At least nope. for any, at least not going to be able to trade him for much of anything in return. So then, what do you do? Do you still give him a spot in the rotation over someone who's pitching a whole lot better in spring and, and arguably more deserving? That's going to be a tough call. It's going to be a very tough call. Hopefully Chase Anderson doesn't stink during spring training or the regular season for that matter. Let's hope. Hopefully he can figure out how to not give up 30 home runs and 30 starts. That would be much appreciated. <laughs> that'd be, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. So he's got to get that velocity back on his fastball. <laughs> yeah, you got to find those, yeah. those extra MPH. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, when he was throwing 95 back in 2017, when he was throwing 95-96, he was pitching pretty good. He was actually getting a lot of good results. When he fell back down to like 92-93 last year, yeah, well, things weren't so good. So, yeah. Yeah, well. It's now time for the mailbag segment. Sent out a tweet earlier asking for questions. We got a couple here from... Rock Brew Crew 585. Big uh big hey, friend Rock of the pod. Brew Crew 585. Big fan of the pod is Rock Brew Crew. Um Oh, big fan of you, Rock Brew Crew. <laughs> All right. Uh let's get to his first question here. Do you think there will be any forty man changes between now and the start of the season? Hoping the Brewers can add a non geo lefty. So you think forty man roster? Yeah. So I think he's wondering if the Brewers are gonna sign anyone else. I th- sign someone else who's going to matter to the, to the 25 or the 40? Well, I don't think there are any 40-man spots available at the moment, so if they're going to sign someone to the 40-man, odds are it's going to be someone important for the 25. 18. Let's see how many pitchers we got here. Two, three, four. Sorry, I'm counting. Yeah, see... For me, I, I it it all depends on if you think they're going to get Dallas Keuchel, and I really okay. don't know if they're going to. It's it's really up in the air for me. I would like to see him get Keuchel, but I just have no clue if they're actually going to. If they're actually still in it, because last year we had all these rumors about the Brewers being in for you, Darvish, and in for Jake Arrieta, and in on all these guys. And then it came out towards the end. That was completely exaggerated, and they never really were. And mm-hmm. now we've seen a couple reports that the Brewers are one of the are you know big in on Keuchel. So I, I don't know. Are they actually in on him, or is it a lot like last year where their interest in a starting pitcher is completely overblown just because everyone thinks oh, the Brewers got to be looking at a starting pitcher like Dallas Keuchel? Fair enough. Right. Honestly, you're just looking at the at the you know currently the, the 40 man roster is at capacity, but you there are areas where they can make adjustments if necessary. You know, if, if they add somebody, they can get rid of Eric Kratz, Tyler Saladino, yeah, Tyrone Taylor. Uh, I mean, they Pers- just brought Jake Taylor Pers- on. I don't. Th- I don't matter. think they'd cut Taylor. He's okay. Yeah, I. I'm not, I'm not a big Tyrone oh. Taylor guy, but just like I mean, they brought him on after the season ended. Like that's when they brought him on to the forty man. Well, I think that was more to block, you know, the uh, what's it, the uh, rule, rule five, five draft. Yeah, oh, was he about. was he was already rule five eligible for a couple of years. I mean, oh, this, this was like separate from the rule five move ups of Troy Stokes and Trey Supak. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, you know, but so I mean, I, you, there are guys that could whack and not really miss. You know, Jake yeah. Jake Patricia. Yeah, Patricia. Um, Patricia. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. You know, Brent Suter's going to go in the 60-day, so there's a spot there. Yeah. Um, they, there are moves to be, you know, Aaron Wilkerson. Yeah, he might be one of the first pitchers off. He's, he, this is his age 30 season. If it hasn't happened by now, it's probably not going to. Yeah. So, 
you know, there are, you know, there are, there is room for improvement here. There are guys that, that could be moved, that could be moved on without really hurting yeah. the team. So I, I think there's probably going to be changes to the 40 men. Uh, do I think it's Geo? Maybe. Do I think it's Dallas Keuchel? Probably less of a chance. Do I think it's, you know, so you know, you know, some you know, random veteran X who's probably going to spend most of the season in San Antonio. You mean like That's Josh probably, Tomlin? Yeah, there you go. Random pitch, random yeah. veteran pitcher X who's going to spend most of the season. And yeah, I think yeah, if, if Josh, if yeah, Josh Tomlin, yeah, there you go, perfect example. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you right. know, Zach. You know, you could always add a Zach Brown. You could always. You know, Keston Kira has still has to be added. You know, he could be on the forty man. Corey Ray. So you know, there are moves that could be made. There are adjustments that could be made. Absolutely. So. All right. Uh, next question: uh, Who ends up with more starts a second in twenty nineteen? Dubon, Perez, Spangenberg, or other? Ooh. Well, I'll say. Uh, uh, you know, you know. Let's be honest. You know, other means Keston Hero <laughs> or, or Free Agent X. So yeah. I I think it's it's right now, based on the current roster construction, I think it's probably Keston Hero. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Mauricio Dubon, because as I said earlier in this podcast, I'm a big Mauricio Dubon guy, and I think he's going to come up in late April, early May, and take over that starting second base job. So I'm going to go with Dubon. Okay, well, if, if I had to power rank it, I would go one Hera, two Spangenberg. Spangenberg? Three really? Per, yeah. Well, he, he's... He's the he's, he's the, the platoon guy against right-handed pitchers, which there are more of. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, there'd be, yeah. There'd be more yeah, I, yeah, I suppose Spangenberg over Perez, but really even over Duhon, yeah. too? At second base, yes. Mm, interesting. I don't, I, don't, I don't think Dubon's a second baseman, so... Huh. All right. Uh, last one here. Breakout candidate in 2019. I'm going Spangenberg on offense. Pitching, I'm going with Burns. That's what Rock Brew Crew's going with. Um, yeah, I definitely could see a, a Burns breakout. I mean, unless you considered last year a breakout. But that was kind of as a reliever. So, But now as a starter, I think he's going to break out even more. I'll say Brandon Woodruff is my pitcher. Mm. I like Woody a lot. Yeah, I think I think I think this is the you know this is the post type sleeper year for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, breakout on offense. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> so it just, Can I say it, Mauricio it, Dubon you know, again? You could. Yeah, I'll it, say I'll say Mauricio Dubon. Big big Mauricio Dubon guy. I'll say Ben Gamble. Ooh, okay. And I'll tell you why, because I you know. Uh, you know, Ryan Braun is going to miss time. He just is. Yeah. And, you know, Ben Gamble, he's, you know, pretty much essentially next in line for our, you know, for outfield of bats. Uh-huh. So I, 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 could, I could see him sneaking in there with, you know, like a, you know, like say like a 15 and 10, you know, you know, 15 homers, 10 stolen bases and like in, in a solid slash line. Why not? Yeah. I mean, he is a left-handed hitter and he does have most of his power from, and he does have a pretty decent amount of power. And left-handed hitters with power tend to do pretty well at Miller Park. There you go. So, yeah, I, I could definitely see a pretty good year coming from Ben Gamble. So, yeah, that, that definitely works. So, 
Now it's time for the hot take corner. We're bringing the hot take corner Uh-oh. back. Yeah. It's it's been a while since we had it on. Wasn't really much to have a hot take on. <laughs> During, I think, uh, it, was, I think it, was, it was the playoffs last time we had we had a hot take corner in it. Yeah, sometime around there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think maybe a little bit in free agency about, you know, hot take. We should sign this guy, but all right, anyways, we're bringing it back. So you want my hot take? I'll give you my yeah, hot so, take yeah. first. All right. Jimmy Nelson is going to come back, throw 180 innings with a sub 3.5 ERA this year, and he's going to win comeback player of the year. It's my hot take slash bold prediction. Jimmy Nelson is going to come back and dominate at the top of the rotation for the Milwaukee Brewers and win comeback player of the year. Okay. I hope it comes true. Yeah. I, I think he's just – I'm a big <laughs> believer in Jimmy Nelson, and you know he's finally making it back. He's worked so hard to get back here, and I believed in his turnaround. I, be, I believed he could be that ace starting pitcher – before he even had that great 2017 season. Even when he still had those numbers, kind of an ERA near four, I still thought he could turn it around and, and finally you know, do some really good things. And he finally showed it in 2017. And I, I still think he's going to get back to that level, if not better than he was before. Better than he was before? I mean, that's that's been his mentality all, all through his rehab process. It's like you, you don't just want to get back to where you were. You want to be better than what you were. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I, I think I don't think you make it through rehab without that mentality. Oh yeah, that's the only so, that's only the real kind of mentality you should have when you're in re, when you're rehabbing from an injury like that. I mean, you know, when I had my back issue, that's exactly how I felt. Was I've got to, I've got I've not only do I have to like be able to stand up straight, but I've got to be able to stand up straighter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly the same thing. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm I did standing a, no, up I did, so just, straight. It's like it can just – I don't even know. No, actually, I, 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 no I, I did have to go to, to, to rehab for a back issue, but it, I, I, I was able to make it through it without requiring that mentality, sadly. Maybe, maybe that says, you know, that's, that's all, it says all you need to know about me, I guess. Um, <laughs> but either way, I – Right. I um. What do you got? I, you know, do you, do you got was, anything or? Is, I'm no. I've I've got a stammer because I I yeah I, I've know, noticed. I, I I I hope Jimmy Nelson comes back you know healthy and better than before. Um, but at, at this point, I I just want to see him throw throw you know throw a pitch off a mound in a game. You know, before I'm, I'm willing to say he's yeah. all the way back. Big spring training TV schedule this year, so we've got a bunch Ooh. of games on TV. So we should be able to watch a Jimmy Nelson start one of these days during spring What's training. Up? So do, do you do you watch spring training games? Oh, absolutely. Oh God. I mean, I've I've spent the past how many months not watching baseball? As soon as there's baseball on, <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. Fair I don't enough. care if I'm watching single A players against single A players that have number 86 on their jersey and there's no last name on it. I'm still going to watch it. Hmm. 
the best, man. Then once the regular right. season starts, it's even better than that. Okay. So okay. Let so me so ask do you, you get, do you got some in hot take corner or nah? I do not. You do not. All right. I'm, I, I, I'm taking I, all see, the hot takes. You see. You see, this is also my spring training. I, I've got to get my hot takes rounded into shape before I ah, put yes, them out there. Ah, yes, of course. So that way, you know, when, when the bell rings in, in late March, I'm, I'm just ready to be, you know, be firing out of the gate with hot takes. Yeah, gotcha. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not the guy who shows up to the first day of spring training. You yeah. know, already with hot takes. I'm, I'm the guy yeah. who, you know, yeah. thinks it all. Yulise Chassin has a bad start on opening day. The Brewers should cut Yulise Chassin. There's Matthew coming in at the end. You know, I would never do that. Hey, it's the hot take corner. I would That's... never say that. Oh, good. Because that wouldn't be a very great take. No, it'd be a terrible take. Yeah. Cut a guy after after one start? No, 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 no. That's. I mean, it would have to be a pretty bad. I mean, yeah. and, unless he just goes out there and just like throws batting practice for. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, at least just seen. He didn't really have a great first start last year. Like like his first one or two starts weren't that great, and everyone's like, "Dude, you got to pick it up." Like this is like, what is this? And sure enough, he picked it up. I guess <laughs> ended up having a pretty decent season. He was solid. Yeah, solid. All right, wasn't wasn't bad, you know. Mm. Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Did you say you wanted to ask me something, or? I did not. No. Okay. Thought you were saying something earlier. Was, was, right. was I supposed to? Was I, was I supposed to ask you something? No, I, I thought you were about to say I wanted to ask you something as I was asking if you had a hot take, but oh well. No, it wasn't. A, a thought did not go through my head. Was, right. was I supposed to? No. <laughs> I d- am, 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 am I missing a joke here? No, no, you really weren't. I, I honestly thought that you were about to ask Uh-oh. me something when I cut you off. I, I apologize. We are just a mess. Wow. We're doing this on a Tuesday for the first time. Okay, like this is, we're we are just out of sorts here. I don't think we're that bad. Well, I mean, first we started I've, talking I've had, about no. Hamlet, and now we're. Just, what do you mean we? <laughs> Uh yeah, I, I guess that was kind of mostly just me. Um, mostly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so the, uh, we're gonna wrap up the show now before we make any more fools out of ourselves. Um, well, you know, yeah. All right, so spring training is starting. We are finally back to baseball. Football is done. Baseball is taking over. Basketball's also there. In the background, the Bucks are actually good, so people are caring about basketball now. Uh, Marquette. Marquette is good. The Badgers, I believe, just lost. Um, yeah, 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 that's – oh, well, but hey, March Madness coming up at some point in March. Uh, March. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's about a month Typically. away. Yeah. Now that'll that'll be a fun time as always during the middle of spring training. And then, as soon as most of the excitement of March Madness wraps up, which is basically by the time my bracket gets busted, then it'll be time for baseball opening day. Although my bracket will get busted probably by two o'clock that first Thursday the the 
oh, tournament yeah. starts because that's just how my brackets go. Um, yeah, it's it's been bad. I think last year I, I literally put my bracket through a paper shredder because it was just so terrible. I think I had Arizona uh, in, in my final four, and they lost in that first round to a 13 seed. And last year, um, I had w- w- uh, my my boss. His bracket was busted. Like after the, like the first, like I think he, I forget who he had. Like he had somebody to get knocked out who he, he had going like you know to the final four in the for and and he just like I right, okay that was you know ten bucks well spent great get back to work everybody yeah I believe I also had Virginia as my national champion. I think that's what that's who it was, and they lost to a 16 seed. Yeah, I think I think that's what, yeah. It's a, you, you just dragged my memory. Yeah, that's I think that's like 100 percent what happened to him. Yeah, yep. Virginia going the wrong way. Yep. So, um, oh yeah, who's your national champion? Virginia. Yeah, well, that didn't last very long, did it? Nope. Ugh, thought they could at least beat a 16 seed, but uh, here we are. All right. Um. So yeah, that'll do it for us uh, this week. Reviewing the Root Podcast now on Tuesdays. Um, going forward. So for Matthew Dewaskin, I'm Dave Gasper. We'll see you next time on the Reviewing the Brew podcast.